He's like, well, yeah, Billy, let's go talk about uh, like 1966. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nerdies, welcome to Crossover Reviews, a nerdy bunch cross nerdy sports podcast where we discuss scripted and non scripted content set in the world of sports. My name's English Dave, and giving me an illegal hug to get over wearing dress shoes is my co host, Tim. What's up, Tim? What's up, Dave? How you doing today, man? You know, I just had to wear dress shoes. And uh, I feel the pain, the same kind of pain that, that you know, that, that, the, place, that the place felt. Nobody Actually, felt I... more pain than Donny Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? He was brutal. I didn't have to wear dress shoes at all anytime, any, anytime soon. But mm-hmm. I hate dress shoes. I hate dressing up in all that all those clothes. I hate it because I have a personal story of my entire in England, my entire year years from the age thirteen to twenty one. I went to old boys school where we had to dress immaculately in uh, a blazer and 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 and, and mm-hmm. pants and dress shoes and perfectly polished and cleaned. And so I vowed I would never again. Even on my wedding, I wore Converse and I had all my groomsmen wear Converses because I no. No, I like I have them in my will, my on, on my funeral that nobody comes in in in, in dressy attire like that. Yeah. <laughs> you have it in your will. I will have it in my so, will. So, so I guess you'll be uh, you'll be happy with Sassy's uh, bright red dress. Yes. To come and ruin Rupert's funeral <laughs> for the three people that are going to come to your freaking funeral. Right, I love right, that right. line, man. I love me. that. Love that line. Uh, this episode uh, titled "No Weddings and a Funeral." was a good play on words from the famous movie uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. as a British movie which had an American remake as well, I think, at some point. Um, we c- continue the narrative that had started before with uh, Rebecca and her parents, right? We saw her, we see her, you know, when her mom shows up, you're thinking, oh, she left the dad again, right? But it's like, nope, dad has died. And that's kind of like the catalyst mm-hmm. for this episode as a whole. And I think this episode did a very good job of using that as a springboard to really tug at so many emotions, right, from all angles. And I think, obviously, funerals will do that. I mean, weddings will do that and funerals will do that, right, when you have all these emotions involved that now come out, people speak their truths. And I think this is a very, very good episode for for that. And then taking us into a, a path that we don't expect. You know, it opens up with Rebecca and Sam, just had sex, uh, you know, playing the song, I want to sex you up. <laughs> you know, and, and to... <laughs> We knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam brings up, should we tell people? You know, and, and, and Rebecca's like, mm, maybe I like the fun. Blah, blah, blah. You know, what did you, you know, what do you think of all that when that started creeping in? And then knowing how it ends, right? Yeah, well, I love how different their perspectives are. And that's mm-hmm. important. You know, um, he's like, well, I hate it because it gives me anxiety. And she's like, well, it's fun. You know, we could sneak around. You can pull me into the closet. We can make out, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she, she needs to deal with things on her own. And even though it breaks his heart at the end when they're in the closet, they're, he has to let her go. He has to let her figure it out on, a, on her own. And, you know, it sucks that, you know, Deborah, Rebecca's mom, like, will always know everything as mothers always do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's like, well, yeah, I just knew he was upset. Like, I knew obviously it would happen. But I feel like my favorite part of the whole revealing of the relationship was when Keely was 
It's like, all right, let's play 21 questions. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, is he tall? And it's like, is it Sam? It's like, wait, wait, it's like the only option possible. But she just knows, she just knows Rebecca so well. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with uh, going to Rebecca and Sam and how they're both going to deal with, you know, whatever's going to come of the future, I think it's hard for Rebecca to finally be with someone that makes her happy, as she admitted, like, I'm finally there, but now all of a sudden I need to take a break. Like I empathize with Sam so much. It it breaks my heart to see him because he's such a kind hearted man and he really makes her like relax, makes her better. Like and uh I, I hope they can make it work out despite mm -hmm. any outside challenges that may come about. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's about to come. I, I, I really like the direction it took, you know, uh, um in sense of I like you know, when 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 we mentioned about when uh Keely was trying to guess who it was. I thought mm -hmm. that would go down a dramatic ro road of the mum walks in and is like, I know who it is. And the mum just spits it out at Sam and everyone's like, oh my God, you can't do that. It becomes drama, drama, drama. And I like that it wasn't played for drama. It was played for fun. You know, it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, this whole deal. You know, she didn't make a big deal of it. I, I enjoyed that. And I also like the narrative with Sam and Rebecca because Sam, they do a good job with Sam where as mature as he can be in certain things he's still very young and 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 in some places uh, uh uh um what's the word i'm looking for um i don't want to say ignorant but he's he's got that bliss of ignorance right where it's like she's yeah. lived through she's been through a marriage been through relationships right he's still in that whirlwind like yes we should tell everyone blah blah, blah. and she's seen she's been back and forth in relationships herself and then even seeing like her parents' relationships and all these things that are happening that I I, I understand I kinda understand where she comes from when she says, you know, I need to kind of go through this thing these things myself, understand this. Because as nice as the word I'm looking for actually is naive. As nice as Sam is and Sam still has a naive view of the world and how the world works. He's never really gone through the like a it seems at least that he's never really gone through really a true relationship because everything he still sees everything with rose petal flowers and she kind of sees that in him and she kind of likes that in him but she doesn't see the world that way and she mm -hmm. because she's gone through a different experience her dad just died you know and then she doesn't know how she feels about that you know like i didn't like my dad i want my parent my mom and dad to be separate but not like this you know but was it good was it bad and and, and all that kind of stuff i think you know it makes sense why it's like well i i can't be in a relationship that's so like deep right now because mm -hmm. it because a relationship like this would mean putting your everything into it so this is not just a fling if she was going with mm -hmm. Sam, right that in fact that would be a disservice to him if she just did it as a fling she would have to commit her all and she's not mentally there to be able to do all that stuff you know mm -hmm. and, and, and again but I, that's what i like about this show it it really shows the discussion on both sides the show never really says this one is right and this one is wrong it's like well this one has this perspective and this one has this perspective and both of them coming together and 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 it's about people understanding people right well, that's why i like about show where every opportunity that other shows would create conflict it doesn't do that it doesn't create this mm -hmm. dramatic thing it deals with it it talks about it but it doesn't make a big it doesn't make a huge thing i mean look at ted ted arrives late it's not a thing everyone's like gets it it's not a thing and 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 let's talk about the reasons of why ted is late you know Ted gets oh, out of well, his his panic attack again, right? And 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 again, this kind of further kind of continues his relationship with 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 Susan. And how do you like all that scene? You know, with Ted kind of opening up to her. 
So I feel like the heart of this episode was about that song, Never Gonna Give You Up uh, by Rick Ashley. And uh, for his father, he was so hurt because he gave up on his family. He gave up on himself. And Ted's like, you were a great dad. And I I love how Shannon, uh, the doc, she brings up like, all right, yeah. Why do you hate him? That's obvious. But why do you love him? What's like a good story? And then he brings up the whole, you know, here's a man who sacrificed a whole night. And who cares? His son could have failed the test. Like, and that would make no difference in his life, as we know as older guys. Like, if I failed a little fifth grade reading test, like, I doubt that that would have any impact on my life. But he knew it stressed his son out, and he wanted to take care of him. He's like, all right, so I'll stay up all night. I'll read a book. And it's about being nurturing and being caring and understanding what that child needs in that moment to build a relationship. And he never wanted to let down his son mm-hmm. even though he was a chatterbox like ted is of course it's like i love how he's like oh that may be a surprise to you it's like no i don't think anybody would ever be surprised to find mm-hmm. out that ted's dad is a chatterbox and doesn't listen well mm-hmm. right, because right, right. ted himself doesn't listen well but mm-hmm. um you know he's he's struggling with the fact of his dad never really like explains the hardships that he went through when someone like just takes their life they don't often think about what's going to happen for the rest of their family. And this is something that Ted probably will never be able to fully deal with, Mm -hmm. even though like now he's finally confronting it and talking about it. And as we shared last episode, maybe two ago, um, he probably never even shared this with coach beard. who's one of his closest friends. Mm -hmm. And so he's finally sharing this with someone and that's what therapy is good for. Mm -hmm. So, the song and, and, really talks about like deserting somebody mm-hmm. and lying to them and hurting them. And here's Rebecca, her father, who constantly hurt her, and her mother, who's constantly hurting her, coming back into the kitchen. Here's mm-hmm. the story again. But now her father's life is finally like taken from her. So um, they, I love that both, back and forth. They're, by the way. they're both hurt. They're both, yeah, they're both hurt. So the whole like 1991, Friday the 13th, like they both happened on the same day or yeah, similar days, so, you so know, good. similar times. And it's where like the editing was perfect. So perfect. And they're both hurt by their parents, specifically their fathers, but she's even admitting that the fact that you constantly let, speaking of Rebecca, uh, her mother, Deborah, constantly let her father hurt her. And cheat on her and she knew it and she let it go because she admitted that once she loves something she'll always love something Mm -hmm. but rebecca dumped rupert even though it was difficult Mm -hmm. it was better for them it was better for the future Mm -hmm. and she's finally happy with sam but she needs to figure out that on her own but with ted his father completely deserted the family just Mm -hmm. escaped and now all of a sudden i feel like Ted going across the pond, he doesn't want to desert his family. And every time he's getting these panic attacks, Mm -hmm. it flashes back to like, he wants to spend more time with his son because he didn't get that with his father. Mm -hmm. And, And even the idea that he even says he didn't even go to his dad's funeral. Right. So he didn't have that closure, which is, which is what probably triggered this specific panic attack when he's going to a father's funeral. You know, he'll be reminded of his own his own dad. And I, yeah, I love that moment where, where we're cutting back and forth between he and Rebecca talk, telling their stories. Because it was done so well that, because even though they're telling very different stories, 
it's still dealing with uh, something that caused them childhood trauma and the the way the story plays out it feels natural it doesn't feel like they were forcing the the words to make it fit with the cuts right and i thought that i thought that in terms of from a writing perspective i thought that was brilliantly done and also it's one of those things where the writers have to be on point the the, the actors have to be on point with their delivery and then the editors have to be on point with the way that's cut back and forth you know, for that whole uh, uh, thing to work, and I thought it was done really, really well. So it was as as someone who's a fan of filmmaking and things like that. Moments like yeah. that really stood out to me. I was like, "Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I like that." Um, th- this episode also deals with, you know, it, like you said, it deals with death as a whole and various aspects of death. You know, we had we had uh, Ted going through the panic attack and needing consultation, and I love at the end when he says to um, Susan, uh, uh, "Can I get? Can I hug you? Is that illegal?" Like an illegal hug. So the the show does a brilliant job, of course, of dealing with humor mm-hmm. in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. He just shared a intimate story about his father, suicide, and dealing with trauma, but boom, we could subtly, you know, drop in little jokes. Mm-hmm. So that's just this this episode was just completely on brand for how Ted Lasso as a series has been, where even the jokes about like the dress shoes mm-hmm. and the the pain Danny Rojas goes through and then all of a sudden he steals the pink slippers from Rebecca <laughs> and she's like, No, 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 you could keep those. I don't need that. <laughs> like right. it, and and like they're even just something as simple as like how loud they were when uh, they found out about Sam. Like, oh, yeah. and then they're <laughs> trying to be respectful it's uh you know they're in a church it's a somber day and everybody's like uncomfortable because they're like i don't want to force being sad mm-hmm. as deborah said like you should be happy every day regardless mm-hmm. of that, whatever moment happened like just because your father passed away doesn't mean you can't be happy mm-hmm. um even though of course it generally is funerals like a somber black like moral like type of feeling which is uncomfortable well, which is especially what, yeah. for people like Ted Lasso who don't want to deal with that, don't want to confront that. Which is which is why I liked um, that this episode kind of addresses that straight on the uncomfortable nature of death. You know, with the narrative between Keely and Roy, right? Mm-hmm. Keely's going through this thing of yeah. like, oh my god, how am I supposed to act? She's all up in her head, right? And 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 Roy is just kind of playing it off. But then you find out later on that he was also on in his head. He's just kind of dealing with it differently, you know. And I like how she's like, um, uh, "What if he got hit by a bus and the bus driver was swerving to avoid a child?" <laughs> it's like we didn't bring out the child. We didn't bring out the child. <laughs> well, when she's like, I don't know about that. I want to be turned into a tree so I can take care of, of, of uh, give shade to everyone. He's like, "Yeah." Well, and then eat apples from your rotting corpse. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> but then he's eating the apple later, and he's like, "Oh, this is dead people apple." This tastes good. Yeah, <laughs> she just wants to continue to give back even after yeah. her life is yeah. is done. But know? again, it's also about you yeah. know the idea that, and it's something that I've always you know we on some level everyone talks about it, and you you, you should mm-hmm. talk about it. It's one of those things where I've always, I've always said that at my funeral, I want I want music and party. I don't want people to be. I want people to the last thoughts of me to be happy thoughts, not the last thoughts of me to be like my dead body. Celebrate my life as opposed to mourning my death. I'm not saying you shouldn't be sad. But it, it, I like this thing that addresses where it's like when, you know, uh, Akili and, 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 and Sassy are talking, where it's like, you know, it's sometimes you can you don't have to fake sadness if that's not what you're feeling, but you can still, yeah. you know, you don't have to fake cry, but it doesn't mean you feel bad, but you can, emotions are weird like that, 
You know, that's why mm-hmm. I like the eulogy at the end of the Never Gonna Give You Up singing the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brilliantly done. Like you said, it's just a through line from the very beginning, right, of, of, of the episode where, this, where the mom's playing the music throughout the house and it's annoying, right, to then at the end mm-hmm. of the episode mm-hmm. where now it's like everyone's singing it. And I like how it's, yeah. I, I like that they didn't go into like song and dance and crazy, it almost sound like a, 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 a church <laughs> hymn, like it was written for a funeral. I thought that was really really well done um i like the moment where they're talking about the afterlife <laughs> and what do you think about the afterlife and higgins is like i, I, oh, I think man. humans will be pets <laughs> for pets and then I <laughs> and then and then nate wants to be a nate tiger wants to be a tiger <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay of course speaking of nate. he wants to be fierce nate wants to be fierce and right. he is uh, the funniest line for nate was when everybody says the same old standard like i'm sorry for your loss i'm sorry for your loss <laughs> and he, he says something about like well fathers are like training wheels on bicycles um you know something it's like and he doesn't even know what to say after that no. he's like trying to figure out like what to say that's the thing he's not uh, saying it out good. of sincerity he's just saying it because he feels he wants to be different Right, and that, yeah. and, that, and that's the thing that's that, that 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 Nate doesn't get, you know, like be true to self. And Tim, you know, I know as we're recording this, the latest episode has been released. We haven't seen this, but I didn't like that whole whispering between Rupert and Nate. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't okay. I wasn't feeling that. Like, what's that about? You know, Rupert does this whole thing of like, okay, I've given you all the company back. You know, with the help of her mother, Rebecca realizes how to deal with Rupert, and we get that whole. And I like that we're kind of closing that door. Yeah. But yeah. then, as soon as he's walking out of that door, he's just like, blah, 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 Nate. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and his funeral gift was giving back shares of Richmond. Right, right, right. He's right. like, is this like a gift? Like, what do you mean? It's like, I can't, I can't deal with footy anymore. It's like, <laughs> it used to be, as he said, as the priest said, it's like, yeah, well, you know, it's like all Rupert cared about was Richmond. Same with yeah. Rebecca's father. Like, he was sitting there, like, watching the game uh match as uh you know church happened every single sunday mm-hmm. um same with rupert like all rupert cared about was his team mm-hmm. and uh now all of a sudden he's like too good for it because he's with some hot girl all right come on <laughs> yeah I, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see where that where that's going um the episode ends with a with a a bombshell that again i'm gonna give ted lasso the the, the series the benefit of the doubt because They've always been very good at taking it down narrative path that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. But this whole love triangle thing between Jamie, Roy, and Keeley, you know, Jamie you professes it, love. Man. I know, but I don't you want it. it. I know. I know. I know. I just, you kept saying, I'm like, well, Jamie's not going to bring that up again. He seems to be like moving on. But no, nope, nope, nope. And, and not just moving on. He, he reveals that that was his main reason for coming back. Mm-hmm. It's not like he came back for other reasons and then realized he likes her. He's like, I came back because I'm in love with you. Of you. Uh, yeah. and, and I hope, because right now, at least right now, as I see it, there is no reason for Keely to like Jamie. I understand why Jamie like Keely, but Keely is good with Roy. Like, Roy, and mm-hmm. yes, they have their up and down, ups and downs and everything like that, but Roy, there's not, outside of Jamie saying, I like you, there's nothing that tells me that Keely likes Jamie. 
like that. No, you know? the way she reacts to him every yeah. single time is very yeah. consistent. It's like, yeah. oh, let's have a drink. Yeah. You know, just like, I'll be cordial with you. We'll yes. be friendly. I'm not going to be rude. Yeah. But no, Keely does not flirt with them at all. No. And no I love how Roy right after was like, oi. Like, yeah, right, yeah. right after. <laughs> right after. It's like, by the way, Keely, I love you. It's like, it's like oh. <laughs> I, I like that. Oh. Uh, she hugs him. Roy's always, always scaring people. Right, right. Yeah. Um, fun moments. I want to see your thoughts on these fun moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice when when Sassy uh, goes to talk to Ted and then Beard is like the perfect wingman and kind of like takes that other lady out of the way? <laughs> yeah, 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 so it was Billy. I, I thought that line was great. He, yeah. I, it was so subtle, but that's so subtle. like the brilliance of the show. He's like, well, yeah, Billy, let's go talk about uh, like 1966. <laughs> <laughs> like give them some space. I, I love that. I love that. It's just, that. just enough humor. Speaking of beard, his girlfriend joining the funeral through video chat. Oh, that, I, yeah, <laughs> FaceTime. And he's like, he's like, I've never. I realize I've never actually been in an actual church before in the UK because yeah. he's always got to the club. That's like a church. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah. I, I like that. I like the little yeah. touch that uh, Rebecca was. You know, felt so touched when the whole team arrived. That was a nice moment to kind of like camaraderie to kind of show that you're our boss, but also there for you. You know, she only thought one or two. Yeah, of I, I thought that was a nice. I love. I love Nora's lines like you are a boss bitch you yeah, know right. boss ass bitch right. like you know when she found out about Sam because she loves Sam so much right. it was like oh you two would be perfect together right. and, and, she's and like, now it's got to break everyone's heart right right I like the, the line where the mom catches them in the kitchen and she's like oh like you like your box of briefs no like no, mm-hmm. like like clunky exposition it leaves nothing to the imagination and I love that. <laughs> like yeah. of exposition. He, he subtly, subtly just drops down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite, like off. My yes. favorite line in the whole I episode. Favorite line. Favorite line. Mom, I know you, it is. Mom, you really like Rick Astley. Yeah, I do. But that's not him, is it? No, that's Rick Astley. Wait, Rick Astley's not black. <laughs> I love that the mom thought Rick Astley was black. For some strange reason, I don't know why she thought he was black. But she thought he I guess was the deep voice, the deep <laughs> voice. No, I thought I thought it'd be another line, so I missed it. I thought so when Roy talks about his grandfather and like figuring out, he's like, "Hey, I wish I had like one more moment with them, like Obi Wan Kenobi." Oh yes, I thought that would be your favorite. It, it, you know, because you're it, such a Star Wars fan. It 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 was up there with with one of my lines. Uh, but, uh, but it's just the mom. I like the fact that all these years, the mom has loved this song, and yeah, yeah. Wanted, like it's not just the voice. I feel like she's in her mind, she's seen who she thought was Rick Astley because yeah. she was like, Oh, that's not him. Is it it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else in this episode? Da, 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 da. You know, I, I think that's it. I, I did like, I did like the, 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 the way Sam kind of approaches Rebecca in the closet just to give her a hug, you know, not too much. Yeah. Oh. Just, so it's just to give her a hug. You know, that was such a heartbreaking with. scene. He was mm-hmm. so respectful with it. It's like mm-hmm. I've been just I, I want to be there for you. And like right. the whole team comes in and and Rebecca's like, oh, they're not even wearing trainers. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and like the, the the subtle joke of the of the trainers, the Yeezys, like, mm-hmm. oh, can I wear like what if they're really nice Yeezys? Like yeah, right. what color? <laughs> Bright red. It's like, come on. <laughs> it's like not a funeral. Actually, one of my favorite lines I didn't I didn't bring out to connect with that that scene. Yeah. When when yeah. One of them is like, I think it's Jan or someone. And he's like, um, 
well, I think he has shoes. I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't have enough time to wait. Wait in line all day. <laughs> He's like, you don't have yeah, to wait yeah. in line. <laughs> Nobody cares about Nobody these. Nobody wants these. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Those of you like sneakerheads and in, in, in England, we call yeah, them tra- yeah. trainers. We all know that about you. You want to get the new Jordans or the new fresh kicks. You got to wait in line. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just get it overnight, just like that. <laughs> um, well, I think that's it for this episode. Actually, who was the best dressed? Who did you like? I liked uh, what's his name? What's the, what's the, I always forget best his name. Dressed. The 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 captain, the one that gives the haircuts. I liked his. Oh yeah. I, I liked his suit. What is his I, name? I always, I always forget his name. Whatever. I, I can look it up, but I can't. <laughs> We'll check it out later. But I liked him. I liked how we both kind of wearing dark colors appropriately for the episode. It's like you know, mm-hmm. absolutely some mournful, <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the, funeral, the funeral episode on brand. Right. I enjoyed this episode again. The emotions were high. The expectations were were were, were high, but it delivered in everything. And uh, once again, I like again. I think this show continues to do a good job of. It's called Ted Lasso, but you don't always have to focus on Ted. It's about the how Ted has affected these people. You know, before Ted came to the picture, yeah. if Ted wasn't in the picture, the team wouldn't have turned up for a dad's funeral. There would have been less people because Ted has been part of making this team feel like a family. And so now we're seeing now we've seen that domino effect of that. And and I think we're going to see that come right back around, and that family is going to end up helping Ted because Ted is kind of not he's helped them with their problems, but he hasn't told them about his problems. You know, and you, you and you get a sense they want help, Ted. You mean the Christmas episode? You saw Rebecca cares about him, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure as things get revealed more and more about Ted's life, you know, they're gonna they're gonna want to be more uh, involved in helping him out as much as he helps them. So I'm I'm looking forward to see where where the narrative goes. A few episodes left. Oh, Nate, don't let me down, man. Don't let me down. That's all I'm saying. Saying Nate, don't let me down. <laughs> He will. He, uh, same as Sam. Like so, Sam hasn't, as you mentioned in the beginning, Sam hasn't dealt with enough heartbreak. Yeah. So he doesn't understand what it's like to move on from someone. Like how difficult it was for Rebecca to move on from Rupert. Mm-hmm. Nate hasn't dealt with enough like uh, ups and downs in life too. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden he he's consistently gaining more confidence each and every episode, and mm-hmm. he's becoming obnoxious. Yes. Like I love every character, but he is the one that I'm just like, oh, what's he gonna say now? Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. And writers, mm-hmm. don't let me down with this whole Jamie Keeley Roy thing. Because I don't want if 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 Keeley gets back with Roy, even if briefly or or kisses him and then no gets back with uh, Jamie or kisses Jamie and then Roy sees it. Oh, don't do some friend shit. I don't want some friend yeah. shit. <laughs> don't do that. I know you're better than that. All right. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give him benefit of the doubt. You know, I'll let it play out before I I'll reserve my judgment. I let it play out. They they have earned that. I'll give them that. Tim, anything else to add? No, it was a great episode. We only got two left. Oh. And uh, I feel we're going to get back into more football now. Yeah, let's do it. I think, I th- Yeah, I think so too. We'll see where, where the team as a football team ends up being at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of this current season. Well, thank you, Tim, as always. Thank you, Dave. My name's English Dave. If you have any thoughts on this episode on or the series as a whole, find us on social media at the Nerdy Bunch or at Nerdy Sports, uh, respectively. And uh, we'd like to hear all your thoughts and any predictions where you think the narrative is going or any other shows you'd like us to watch. Recommendations. We always like recommendations. Throw them our way. My name's English Dave. Thank you, Tim. And as always, keep it nerdy. Keep it nerdy, nerds. Peace.